Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret back cave. Folks, we're back, back in the middle of greatness before we begin. Big shout-out and a huge, huge thank you to Invato Elements. I tell you what, if you have any project... If you do a YouTube channel, if you do a podcast like I do, just go to Envato Elements. They have absolutely everything you could possibly uh, want. Uh, They've got pictures. They've got video clips. They've got music samples. And uh, it's all royalty-free. Now, you do need to uh, pay for a subscription, but... I tell you what, it is well worth the money. So if you have, again, a podcast, a YouTube channel, if you're doing a presentation, whatever you need multimedia for, go to EnvatoElements.com. This is not a paid advertisement, okay? They're not paying me, but they have been very, very uh, good as far as this here show is concerned. Also, the uh, opening is, of course, Sports Intro by Texas Brothers. So want to have a huge uh, shout-out to them as well. So let me lay out the show for you, and then we will uh, go from there. So here in uh, just... A moment. We're going to do the uh, we're going to do the news. Uh, got a, a couple pieces of uh, news uh, that uh, have come up in the past week, and then we're going to be talking about NXT Takeover in Your House 2021 and previewing how in a cell so that is uh the show pretty much uh right up uh, right up front uh just wanted to uh again say a very special thank you to everybody that's listening i am just now at 16 countries that's right you can listen to me in 16 countries and counting the uh, the newest one that I picked up just recently uh, is India. Holy smokes. I am so honored. I'm very grateful for that uh, opportunity to be in India. It is an absolute honor and a privilege. Right. So we are going to come back. Here in just, well, for you, it'll be 
just a second um, and we will do the news uh, the uh, theme for the news today is going to be from silver hoof and uh, we will be right back All right, and again, that was Silver Hoof with news. Very grateful to them for uh, the use of their music. So, in this week's uh, news, the biggest news coming out of this past week on NXT, Samoa Joe is back. Holy Hannah Montana. It is, it's insane. <laughs> it's crazy that he's, that he's back. I, I look at Samoa Joe and I think, okay, did you really need to leave in the first place? And I know WWE and I'm doing the whole air quotes thing, you know, budget cuts. Well, if you've listened to a previous show of mine just recently, uh, I, I, I said, you know what? No, I don't buy that argument because after taxes, after you uh, pay people, WWE is still raking in yearly about a billion to a, uh, to a billion and a half just just in, 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 in gross. And I'm thinking to myself, that's, that's a lot of money. And especially if you're paying... Look, if you if you take the top 30, okay, you, you, you take the top 30 people that you are uh, letting go for whatever reason, okay? So those 30, and my math is not super great, but just doing some rough math in my head, if you pay each one of those $100,000, just $100,000, that is your salary for the year. That's $3 million. That is $3 million. You cannot tell me, if you're WWE, you cannot tell me you can't spare $3 million. I mean, Vince McMahon sneezes $3 million. <laughs> Make that up in a day. Maybe even less than a day because of uh, uh, merchandising, because of licensing, because of whatever. It just feels, I don't want to say icky, but it just feels icky. But I am glad that Samoa Joe is back. He confronted Karrion Cross. Hey, I don't know if Joe is medically cleared, but holy Hannah, <laughs> I am... I am giddy. I am giddy because if Karrion Cross is going up against Samoa Joe, yep, that, yep, that is a yep. <laughs> that is a yep. So uh, very excited to see where 
uh, where that goes. Uh, also coming out from uh, NXT is uh, Kyle O'Reilly going up against Kushida for the Cruiserweight Championship. This feels like a bit of a demotion to me because Kyle O'Reilly, tag team champion for seemingly ever, and he was just in that five-way for the NXT uh, championship, did a heck of a job, and now you're going to put him down in the cruiserweight section? This doesn't really set well with me, but they they probably know what, what they're doing. Uh, also, as far as WWE programming is, is concerned. Now, I've heard on social media, on YouTube, I've seen on Twitter, I've seen on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that that people are saying, well, Raw is unwatchable. Well, I will see that, and I will raise you the entirety of WWE programming. Now, I know that's a little harsh, but but just hear me out. When I was watching uh, stuff from last week yesterday to uh, see if I... You know, if I needed to mention anything, you know, uh, that that happened during, you know, during the week um, on this year's show, pretty much Raw, NXT, NXT UK, SmackDown, you had to get through 10 to 15 minutes before you even got to the first match. I, I mean, my gosh. That is unwatchable. I like some storytelling. I like some exposition. Okay. But you don't just put 10 to 15 minutes of filler and then you do a match and then it's 20 minutes of filler and then you do another match and then you do another 20 minutes of filler and then maybe one more match by my rough math, WWE, no disrespect, but you are wasting about an hour of programming. You're wasting about an hour of programming. Look, do I like backstage segments? Yeah. Do I like promos? Absolutely. If you are a great promo giver, it's good by me. I am... You know, that is that is good by me. But I will say this. If you can't give a promo, if you can't cut a promo, and I mm, I love him, I I love him, but Bobby Lashley can't cut a promo to save his life. <laughs> he just he just can't. And I think that's why WWE paired him with MVP so that MVP does most of the heavy lifting in terms of promo work. And it's not Bobby's fault. Okay? Some people are really good at public speaking. Some people aren't. 
And that's okay. But here's the thing. 10 to 15 minute promos. I mean, CM Punk, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, The Rock, okay, Dwayne Johnson. Heck, I'll even throw in Hogan. All right. Those people can cut a promo. You hang on their every word. And you will listen to them for 5, 10, 15 minutes. Because that's important. But when you have AJ Styles. And I love me some AJ Styles. You have AJ Styles. Uh, coming in and cutting a promo on every single one of the tag teams in the tag team division on Raw, and quite literally they have the entirety of the tag team division on Raw. Seems like. But, you know, he was he was cutting a promo on each team and and introducing each team, and I'm thinking to myself, AJ, we know who's in the ring. You don't... <coughs> Pardon me. You don't... <coughs> you do not, you absolutely do not need to cut a promo on every single solitary person. It's It's insane. So... WWE is wasting at least an hour. Now, full disclosure, I usually watch. It's a bit of a hybrid system. For Raw, for NXT, for SmackDown, I watch the shortened version on uh, on Hulu. For NXT UK, yeah, that's Peacock. But, to me, it just feels like WWE had no idea how to fill time. And I'm thinking to myself, well, goes back to laying off people. You lay off people, you have to do something to fill the time. And, look, if Vince McMahon or whomever... Honestly, going to didn't quote unquote get somebody. Fine, that's that's their prerogative. But to me, WWE had one problem, and that is they just take too long to get into a match. And you might have great matches. You might have 20, 30, 40 minute matches, which which are which are phenomenal to to, to watch. But that shows how threadbare their roster is. And WWE, this is the downside, okay, of hoarding all that talent. Because you had all that talent. You didn't know how to use any one of those. You couldn't place them in any good, solid you know, sets, and then you say, okay, well, I guess we got to get rid of half these people. 
And then you have the opposite problem of, well, the roster is too thin and you're stretching stuff out for time. I get it. I get I I I I do. But it just feels like WWE made a big huge disaster when they shouldn't have. When when they clearly didn't have to. All they had to do was say, okay, we're employing let's say 40 people. Okay, 40 people on the the main roster, maybe another 40 to split between NXT and NXT UK, that's 80 people. I mean, again, math's not great, but if you're paying all of them equal, you're paying all of them $100,000 a year, that's $8 million. Out of $1.5 billion, yeah, I think you can afford people. But you got to be smart. Uh, you know, and I would say that about AEW. I would say that about NWA. I would say that uh, that about Ring of Honor, New Japan. Does not matter. But WWE going into the summer, and especially going back out on the road, people are not willing <clears throat> to sit through twenty-minute promos. Just not. I'm not. I am in a wheelchair, and I've almost fallen asleep in my wheelchair because of the long promos. It just feels heavy-handed. It feels like the... uh, I don't know. It just feels like WWE needs to do a better job. And and please don't just recycle storylines, okay? I, I know you're doing this because you think that there's goodwill. And there is, to some extent, between the WWE Universe and WWE The Product. But, to me, it just it seems like if you keep recycling storylines, eventually people are going to be like, Ugh, do I really want to invest three hours watching this? Or, or even, you know, an hour and a half, if you watch it on, on Hulu, and the answer, unfortunately, is no, you don't. You don't want to invest that time. So, that's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, coming up here in just a uh, moment. We are going to be talking about NXT TakeOver In Your House 2021, as well as Hell in a Cell. So, we are uh, going to go from there. And the uh, last segment is uh, going to be uh, Halloween from Tasty Audio, uh, and we will be right back.
right, we're back, folks. That, of course, was Halloween by Tasty Audio. It almost reminded me, honest to goodness, of uh, like Tim Burton, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, and so that was that. Um, So, looking this up right now. So, we begin our final segment with NXT TakeOver In Your House 2021. You had uh, six matches, five of which were broadcast. And then you had the uh, dark match. It was Surrey. And Zoe Stark defeating the Robert Stone brand of uh, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Now, I'm sorry. Now, obviously, don't know uh, if uh, we will see that match, but you know, you get some reps for the Saray, and I, I think that she can really go. Zoe Stark is a total beast. I, I, I think she is phenomenal in the ring. I really think she can pick up some steam. So, we started off with Bronson Reed, the North American champion, and MSK, Nash Carter, Wesley, your tag team champions, defeating Legato Del Fantasma, at Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. Uh, this was fast-paced. It was all over the place. It was fun. It was a fun, fun, fun match. Love, uh, love the idea. Love the match. Love the energy. Love the uh, excitement of it. I'm still not really convinced about MSK in terms of fans actually liking them. But I think that a live crowd, and yes, there was a live crowd. It was weird to see a live crowd for the first time in over a year. But there was a live crowd at the Capitol Wrestling Center. And it it felt good. The vibe was just amazing. It, it helped out with the environment, helped with the vibe. Uh, and it was kind of like WrestleMania, where there was just a different energy when you have fans in there. And, and they acknowledged that uh, throughout the, the show. Um, so, like I say, I, I don't know if people really like MSK, but you know, they're, they're good. And as far as Legato Del Fantasma, uh... I'm worried for him. <laughs> I am worried for him because they start off like gangbusters and now they're just losing matches left and right. I'm I'm really worried about about them. Uh Bronson Reed is just absolutely amazing. That splash at the end to seal the victory was absolutely amazing to watch. Next up, you got Zia Lee 
with Boa and Mei Ying defeating Mercedes Martinez. And this, I mean, <laughs> I told you, I told you this had the the opportunity to steal the show. And it didn't disappoint. Uh, both Mercedes and Zaylee are just two bad A's going after each other. And and that ending with Mei Ying confronting uh, Mercedes, Martinez, uh, Mercedes Martinez and Mercedes saying, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. Come on. Take me on. I'm not afraid of you. We'll see what this Mei Ying uh, can do. Um, but, yeah, we'll we'll see what, what he can do. Um, but that was a heck of a match. It was back and forth. It was very physical. And that entrance by Zia Lee with, you know, with the sword and all that, that was just primal. That was awesome. <laughs> loved it. Loved every minute of it. Uh, next up, L.A. Knight defeating Cameron Grimes. The latter match uh, for the Million Dollar Championship. So, I, I, I tell you, um, you've got the former Eli Drake um there and i've been saying this for a very long time now show me something he is la knight is a great promo i could listen to him all freaking day twice on sundays but as far as the wrestling i wasn't really sold i was like are you sure? I mean, I don't see much offense coming from you. People are saying, oh, Eli Drake, oh my gosh. And I just, I didn't see it. I just didn't, but, but LA Knight showed me a lot. He showed me that he's got a brutal side. He showed me some strategy. He showed me, um, uh, some 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 toughness and it was a really big swing because at the, the start of the match I think that it was slightly slightly uh, in favor of LA Knight in terms of the fan reaction but you swung all the way over I mean all the way over to where people were really going all in for Cameron Grimes at the end, basically solidifying his, uh, his baby face turn. Um, so, uh, very excited to see what happens with that. Got Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai defeating Ember Moon. This was another bad A matchup. These two beat the holy heck out of each other. The only thing that's a little off-putting is that Dakota Kai 
uh, got involved. And I just, I don't really like interference. I, I think you got to beat a person straight up, you know. Um, no, no cheating, no interference. So that's just, that's just me. Um, but again, Raquel Gonzalez. I know people are cracking on her because of her experience, but her experience is getting there, okay? She is phenomenal when she comes out to the ring. Her size, her speed, her presence, her promo skills, the fact that she's bilingual. I mean, it's like I've said on Twitter over at The Wortham, okay? Uh, over at The Wortham. I, I, I've said this for a very long time now. If she can put all the tools together, Raquel Gonzalez is going to be scary. I mean, she's going to be scary good. She can put everything together, and she's starting to put stuff together. It's, it's, it's amazing to see the evolution of Raquel Gonzalez when she lost in the, uh, I believe it was the first round of the Mae Young classic uh against Casey Canzaro to to where she is now um Raquel Gonzalez uh yes please <laughs> yes please um and then finally with uh NXT takeover in your house 2021 we've got uh Karrion Cross Liz Scarlett defeating Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne. Um, I tell you this much. <laughs> I tell you this much. Karrion uh, Cross is a beast. He is an absolute beast. And I saw a lot of hate coming from the Twitterverse. On Sunday, I was like, why are you hating on Karrion Cross?" I mean, seriously. He uh, has great promos. He does not duck anybody. He's a fighting champion, okay? He says, you know what? You want to go? I'm not waiting until the end of the show. Let's go right now. Come on. Back up what you're saying. Let's go. And, and, to play off of what I said earlier, Scarlet does not interfere. So, if he's a fighting champion, he's got great promo skills, he doesn't duck anybody, he doesn't cheat, why do you hate the guy? Because he's dominant? <laughs> okay, well, tell that to Hulk Hogan. Tell that to Ultimate Warrior. Ta uh, tell that to Brock Lesnar. Or to Drew McIntyre or Bobby Lashley. I mean, my gosh. Just because you're big, that should not mean, oh, we automatically boo this person. And, and on a personal note, Karrion Cross has been so incredibly good to me and this year program because when I've tweeted things out in the past and he's liked those things, how can I hate the guy? 
that won me over when he responded to me and said, oh man, this is so awesome. You know, I'm like, cool. So I can't hate on Karrion Cross. I just, I can't, sorry. Uh, well, sorry, not sorry. Um, so we'll see what happens. All right, finally, Hell in a Cell coming up this Sunday on Peacock and on the WWE Universe uh, or Network, I should say, for the WWE uh, Universe uh, on the network uh, around the world internationally. Okay, so uh, Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Drew McIntyre. It's a last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley flat out said, hey, you know what, Drew? If you don't win, you're not getting another chance against me. And I actually think that that is the right call. Uh, because you've got people like uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin going like, what, a month straight? And it just feels like, I don't know, just going a month straight. Um, it just, I don't, I don't know. Um, and that goes back to the whole being threadbare when it comes to your roster and all that. So you have to keep recycling matches and all that. Um, you got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. It's a singles match uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. So it's not quite to the level of Hell in a Cell, which is a little bit of a shame. But you got Rhea Ripley now who could impact this. Well, Asuka, I think, I think they're kind of trying to move away from Asuka, which is kind of sad, but Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross is starting to get back into his hell picture. I'm just saying, I am just saying, uh, the, uh, the last from Scotland, I mean, the lass from Scotland is absolutely amazing to watch. She's so fun and energetic, and I really, truly believe that she could make this down the road. Um, so there's that. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Uh it's a singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. They've turned Bailey into this laughing hyena. It, it's it's just gross. And, 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 and look, maybe that's what she wanted to do was to to have this, you know, just you know, out of control laughter and whatever, where she's like, you know, laughing at everybody. Okay, I guess I get it, but 
she's the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, and you've just turned her into a comedy bet. Okay. Makes zero sense to me. Um, you got Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio inside of Hell in a Cell for the Universal Championship. This match makes zero sense because it came out of left field. Very little buildup. Very little uh, story behind it. It just feels like it's being rushed. I would have rather put Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair in Hell in a Cell rather than Roman and Ray. I know why. It's because of the visual and all that. Um, but I would have rather have put Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair in rather than Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio. Finally, Alexa Bliss versus Shannon Baszler. And uh, you want to talk about just a, a match that has a very small amount of story. Uh, the last time we saw Shannon Baszler, she was running away from Alexa Bliss and Lily. Uh, pyro going off and all that. It just, uh, it just felt really just, ugh, uh, just kind of cringeworthy. Um, and, you know, uh, Shanna is the baddest woman on the planet. As far as I'm concerned, she is the baddest woman on the planet. Problem? Well, the problem becomes, what do you do? You know, how how do you um, how do you make that thing you know work and and um, it just feels it it just it just feels like I don't know Shayna Baszler got turned into a promedy uh, <laughs> into a comedy prop. There we go. Whew. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. That is essentially the show. I will be back next week with the review of Hell in a Cell. Before I go, if you are anywhere, and I mean anywhere, in the southwestern United States, right? Uh, it is excruciatingly hot. Uh, where I am right now, it is a hundred and nine. Okay, it's a hundred and nine in the Bat Cave. That's too hot. <laughs> that is too too hot. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Uh, stay in where there's a fan or air conditioning. Check up on people. Check in on people. Make sure that they're doing okay. Because I guarantee you. Over 100 degrees, that is dangerous. I mean, you could have heat exhaustion, heat stroke. You could, 
well, you could die in, in some cases uh, because of prolonged exposure. Stay safe out there, all right? Please. All right. Well, that's the show. Thank you very much. Uh, and just like the Beatles sang all those many, many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys next week.